Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 2, Episode 39, International Artist Day. Yeah. It's one for everybody. Yes, I think it's a fun one because a lot of our fiber art friends are also artists in other ways, or artsy maybe in other ways. Um... Like you and the bird feeder, uh, very creative <laughs> and artsy, aside Thanks. from yarn. Um, and I don't know, like, I just feel like knitters and crocheters are just pretty creative in general. Like, I'm looking at all you moms that have the extra crafty Valentine boxes and Halloween costumes for your kids. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's probably a really artsy group. So um, I don't know. I'm wondering what other art styles or things everyone is into. Um, Well, and I feel like with Pinterest these days, there's so uh, many different things that you can get into that are things that I wouldn't have thought of on my own for sure. Oh, my gosh. Especially when it comes to kids' birthday parties. Like... Mm -hmm. Gatlin and I'm even going back to like I mean gosh it would have been seven years ago now which is crazy but his fifth birthday um he had a Lightning McQueen cars and uh Disney planes themed party and Mm -hmm. thanks to Pinterest we had like chocolate covered pretzel sticks that were Tomaters oil sticks, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. crazy stuff that like I just never would have thought of if it weren't for Pinterest. Well, and uh, back in the day, remember gosh, I wanna sound I wanna sound older than what I probably am, but it's probably because I'm an old soul. But you remember when like you would get like the Woman's Day magazines and yes. good housekeeping and Family stuff. Family like, circle, that, that was, yes. Yes, that was where you got your craft ideas and your recipes and all that kind of stuff was Things like that. And then Pinterest came along and it's like, good housekeeping who? <laughs> I know. Um, actually, Nan used to get like all of those, um, all of any of those types of magazines. She mm-hmm. got them all. And I don't know, to be honest, in my time of knowing her that she ever actually read them. But I mean, you know, they're like $5 a year or something for the subscription. So <laughs> right. it just always right. came. And I always wanted to save them because I'm like, but there's good recipes in there. And Jeff's like, throw those things out. <laughs> you know, we do not need that. And I'm like, no, please, let me just. But there's decorating ideas. And he's like, you're never making centerpieces, you know. But I bet but if you had like some that. vintage ones, those would probably be worth some money. Don't tell Pat. To somebody, I bet. Don't oh, I'm Pat. sure. And there's like, <laughs> oh man, because I guarantee that I would lay a solid wager that they still have them in that house. Um. Oh. Wow probably some vintage ones there but yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know i miss print magazines i really enjoyed the cosmopolitan was one i always got yep and i loved like the little quizzes that were always inside and yes man and even in the younger day like for us we would get a lot of our magazines at kroger when mom would do grocery shopping and get like tiger beat and yeah because they had like magazine and book section there yes and then they always had like a poster in the middle of the magazine and be like oh my god it's Hanson yeah I I remember those those big like 
literary sections, you know, where you could get books and magazines. Walmart had one too. Like, do people not read anymore? Walmart. Well, still I mean, ki- I guess Walmart the... still kind of has a section like that. Okay. Like a lot of wedding planning magazines yeah. and usually a lot of men's health stuff, but never any. I can never find any knitting ones. Even at Joanne's, Joanne's kind of has the same type of section. Hmm. Never any. Um, it's rare on the knitting. It's usually crochet that I find, which is odd because. I don't know. I feel like there are more, are there more knitters or more crocheters? Have we looked that up before? I don't know that we have looked it up. Stand by. I mean, don't stand by, but I'm checking it out. And I wonder too if maybe it's like it could be maybe a regional thing, like maybe popular in other countries and crochet and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, I totally feel like that is probably legit because. Just what is nature to that, you know, readers, regions, culture. I feel like certain areas probably do one more than the other. More knitters or crocheters in the world on this International Artist Day. Dun, dun, dun. What say you, Google? Um, how many people knit versus crochet? Interestingly... Throughout the survey, there were very few differences between their responses. Hmm. 65% of people said that they do both. Okay. 21 said that they crochet only. 14% said that they knit only. Okay. 65% do both. Who are these people? Not me. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Well, and I'm the type of person, too, where if there's one thing that I'm good at, like... I'd stick with it. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'd... it's taken me two years to semi-master some basic knitting skills. I don't even think I want to try to rock that boat by, look, oh, let me throw in crochet. Nah, I'm good. I barely got this down. Yeah, I just, I don't, it could be, I'm sure it's a disorder of some kind, but, like, I get very, like, hyper fixated on one thing. And it's hard for me to, I don't know, focus on other things or learn new things or try new things. Like, I do like learning new things. I'm interested in the process of learning things, but I'm not interested in doing them, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yes. Like, once you get it, you're like, okay, and what's next? What are we right. doing next? <laughs> um, Jeff and I laugh. We watch king of queens reruns all the time because mm-hmm. one it's a funny show and i just love it um but we've seen them on bogan time so it's like a super good show to watch while you're also doing other stuff yeah because you kind of already know whatever well there's an episode and i they are going to therapy all of them for like individually doug and carrie and carrie's dad and they say that his you know he's not validated so the therapist says that they should try to allow him, like, if he wants to try different things that, you know, he should validate them. So he's always like, <laughs> you know, I want to be a candle maker. And, like, they buy him all these candle making supplies. And he's like, I want a parrot. And they buy him the bird. And then the bird died. And they're like, he's like I want another parrot. And like, he's just all these things. So Jeff always says things when I'm like, I want to learn how to bake and decorate sugar cookies. I 
want to learn how to knit. I want to run a business of a direct sales. He's always like, you want another parent? <laughs> the stupid show so he's always like you and all these parents because it's the same but <laughs> always it's like very intriguing like I want to buy all the things and I have the best intentions of like doing all of those things but <sighs> then life is happening and then you're like well all right I figured that out so yeah guess I'm guess the, I'm over the hype yeah I like to learn useful like I like to learn a little bit of plumbing or a little bit of, you know, fixing things or changing transmission fluids or whatever. Like, that's one thing that I learned how to do was I had a car. It was a Taurus. No, it was a Contour. Um, that towards the end, the transmission was getting bad. That's why I ended up having to get the Taurus. Um learned how to add new transmission fluid to it and so one day I was at the mall getting ready um, to have a job interview at Banana so I was dressed in my work outfit well not like my interview outfit and there's a lady out in the parking lot and she had pink fluid all over the parking lot of it that's transmission fluid I know what that is yes and I was like I'm sorry that you're having a really terrible day I was like but I have some in my car I'll go get it for you so you can put more in your car turns out she had like a massive massive like hole that it was leaking out of mm. or something it was leaking out of somewhere because putting it in and it was dripping out of the bottom of her car I, I, like, I tried to help you I'm so sorry I don't, I don't know what else to do like that's that's the scope of my knowledge I but you at least knew that I feel good about that my dad also like certain things I can remember as a child and I only had my dad till I was 12 you know and he died but between up until 12 I mean I experienced oil changes rotating tires you know checking oil like silly stupid Mm -hmm. things um Tiff had a car one time that had some wicked transmission problems also and you had to frequently check the fluid to go anywhere and transmission fluid you have to check when it's running um but I had a a co-worker today and god love her um she said her check oil light came on in her car and I was like oh well um you know maybe just make sure it's not low or anything like that and she's like well I don't know how to do that <laughs> and I was like okay well hear me out so like I'm like you're gonna pop the hood you're gonna look for the oil thing it's yellow usually and it's pretty obvious what it is you're just gonna pull that thing out wipe it off once put it in take it back out check the level of the oil and um she ended up taking it in to get it checked somewhere because that was just beyond her call of duty um and I don't know I'm thankful that I have at least a little bit of skills Um, yeah my sister had a grand am every time she would start that car up you had to put oil in it (laughs) every time Dude, it's so weird. Like, cars back in the day, though, were pretty resilient, <laughs> I feel like. Because I feel like everybody's got a story like, oh, I had this one car. You know, Jeff will tell me, oh, Dan and Pap had this one car. You didn't even have to have a key to start it. You could just turn it a little bit and that thing would start right up. <laughs> and they, they would drive it as kids around Pap's yard. And I'm like, what? That's crazy. But I feel like cars back then, like, everybody had, you know, oh, this one, if you just held the switch this way twice and the turn signal stayed on, but the engine would go for, you know, whatever. Like it was just always crazy stuff. Today's cars are not. They're like, I know. 
Oh, you can close the gas door to my liking. Uh, I'm going to put your check engine light on. I was telling um, a boss at work um, when you were talking about the Saturn that we had. And I was like, man, I must have had that Saturn towed from this place like six times. And um, I said uh, the towards the end, the uh car overheated i said every time you were at a stoplight a stop sign didn't matter the car overheated uh, as soon as you stopped it you could not take that thing through a mcdonald's drive through <laughs> and uh, i said so every time you would come to a red light you'd have to crank the heat all the way up try to offset wind it a windows. little bit yep and the, you had to wind the windows down but it had the hand crank windows not power windows i said but we bought that car for eight hundred dollars cash and drove it for four years and eventually uh gave it to eric's sister um because she said she needed something to get back and forth to work so that lasted like a month i think before the engine blew up in it but yeah but man you guys did get some miles out of that yeah i was like man that thing though like ran like a champ and i could put it and probably run a good two or three weeks before I would crazy. have to get gas. The original eco car, the Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, shoot. I had, I've always been a fan of just not having a car payment. So back mm-hmm. in the day, I had this super old Buick Century. Betty the Buick is what I called her. And she was like a gold grandma car for sure. I mean, like, its fancy thing on the interior, like, on the radio was that it had a digital tuner. Uh, so, instead of dialing the knob to turn the stick dial from, like, you know, 92.3 to whatever, it you could digitally tune it. And it was, it was high class, man. Some kid I worked with backed over it and demolished it. And it sucked because... I, one, hated having a car payment, but two, like, it was just a good old car that was easily worked on by, you know, without costing a gajillion dollars. I had a headlight out this week, and, I mean, I don't drive anything fancy. I drive a Chevy Equinox, so a pretty ho-hum, standard-issue, basic SUV. Had a headlight out, and uh, you basically had to disassemble, like, half of that car to get the headlight out and change it. That's very inconvenient. Uh, it certainly was at eight in the morning when, yeah. you know, it was go time. And, but I also didn't want to get pulled over. And, like, I, I mean, it was almost daylight, but it was still kind of like cloudy and gloomy. I just like having the lights on better. So we thought it would be yeah. quick. And as life would have it, you are going to completely take out the battery, the cover, like the whole, the whole everything behind the light. Um, it's quite the project, but uh, Jeff knocked it out. Thank God. I mean, he knows how to do that kind of stuff, so I'm pretty grateful. But either way, I just cars these days. I feel like they purposely just make things super difficult to work on. Well, yeah, probably on purpose because they want you to take it in somewhere right. to get it get, worked on. Get that dealer money. They're eventually probably going to make them to a point where it's going to be almost impossible to buy parts. For them or for you to do it at home because they want you to have to take it into the dealership yes they're saying like a lot of i don't know a lot of cars now it is hard to find parts for so i mean i guess if that's their way of phasing it out but 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know because, I mean, I don't know. It's a whole mess. Like, California recently has been a mess and looking at, like, the usage and charging of electric cars and... I just don't know, man. I don't know enough about it, I guess. So, if you're in California and you have an electric car, give us some feedback there. Because from what I hear, you know, on the news, which I'll say loosely, um, you know, they say that, like, for a while, everybody was being told not to charge your car. But, like, what would you, how do you work? If you're like, oh, there's a no charging my car. Or there's a charging my car ban. Sorry, boss. I won't be in today. Like, I don't know. Is that a... Like it is if there's, you know, like a natural disaster. Does that count like that, I wonder? And I'm, you know, I'm not being well, facetious. Like, I'm yeah. genuinely curious, like, what the protocol or how there that was, would work. Hurricane Ian happened. There were some electric cars that I saw um, had caught on fire from water damage or something i guess i don't oh, know maybe like messed with that special like, battery or something right. messed with the electrical system and started like an electrical fire i don't know that sucks man i don't know i mean i, I sh- surely i wish anybody could figure anything out that would be logical like you know an electric car a car that could run on water would be ideal at this rate with you know five dollar gas right can we just start cranking them like you know what i mean like fred flintstone cars yes (laughs) just give it one good here everybody will have really soft not calloused feet when we are fred flintstone pedaling in it'll just be like constantly buffing them up oh man i tiff had a car once that was super old school and had some rust spots and you could straight see the road underneath in some of the spots of that car we had yes we had a station wagon that was like that when i was a kid um there the floorboard was like completely rusted through in the front so you could see the road underneath the floorboard oh my gosh it's it's funny because different states obviously have different rules in Pennsylvania, Virginia, I can tell you, uh, both states, you have to have a vehicle inspection every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't see like a lot of clunker type vehicles here because they have to pass inspection to drive on the road. Um, I don't know. I feel like it would be a lot of shock for folks moving from a state that has inspection to a state like Ohio that does not have right. inspection because Ohio's like, well, if you can hot glue that together with your hot glue gun, then let's see if you can get it down the highway. Yep. Um, down with that cigarette butt, just throw it through the floorboard. Right. No questions <laughs> asked. Drive that thing on along. Everybody around you is passing out from your fumes of your exhaust, but no worries. <laughs> Please rev it up at that red light. Um, it's so crazy. It's just crazy because, like, I, I don't know. You know, we've been here a little bit now, and... Now I feel myself like, I don't know, I guess I'm becoming a true Virginian because like I feel myself looking down on cars like, man, look at that car. And then I'm like, man, there's, there's nothing wrong with that car. What is wrong with you? But it's like, you're just, I'm so not used to seeing like crappy cars that when you do see one, I'm like, oh, how'd that thing pass inspection? Mm-hmm. But well, a lot of it too is because like, you know, back in the day, people, did a lot more with what they had 
you know, like you had to make it work. You had to get the parts. You had to get it fixed. You had to blah, blah, blah. Now there, I feel like there's a lot of people that are like, oh, it needs new tires. Better get a new car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. I do feel that. And I also feel like now they make it with the inspections and everybody, you know, like having to have a certified mechanic do everything. Back in the day, you can call your second cousin's brother's husband's wife, whatever's cousin, and they'd be like, yeah, bring it on over, man. We'll put that new motor in and we'll do that. You know, like it was just a, everybody just helped everybody keep their cars going along too. Like you didn't have to go to get it diagnosed on a computer at a dealer and yeah, man, it's just, I don't know. It's crazy anymore. I bring on the Jetsons self flying cars at this point like if we're going to be paying all this for these cars at least give us flying cars i saw a meme the other day that was about like because those cars just go forever and it said um said 1993 toyota camry has been recalled because it's time for drivers to start driving something newer (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious they did go forever too our old neighbors growing up had um a white toyota i it was a Corolla, I think, maybe not a Camry, but nonetheless, that thing was like 20 some years old at the time. Yeah. And they still had it for like another solid 10 ish years after. Like, I mean, I don't, even though I don't think they even make cars though that last the same now. Like, I just think mm-hmm. now everything is very like disposable. Like you said, you need a new tire. Mm-hmm. Cool. Get a new car. Um, but I also am not down with like, man, did you want to spend like $800 a month on that new car? Because Yeah, nope. <laughs> whoo, that's what I'm saying. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. I follow some different um, like frugal pages on Facebook and like money saving pages and basically just us being cheap, really. But like, you know what I mean? But I think. And I love seeing the posts where people post their car, like, odometers, and it's, like, 356,000 miles. <laughs> They're, like, yes. strong. And it's just, I don't know, it's just cool to see that kind of stuff because I feel like a lot of people are led to believe that once something gets to, like, miles, or something, like, it's no good anymore, but it, I, I don't well, know. that's like, what I'm hoping with my car because, I mean, we had to, unfortunately, this year shell out for a new engine in my car mm-hmm. because that is just how my life works. Um, free happening of these engines in this year of my car are crappy and have a lot of issues. We didn't know that, of course, going into it, but nonetheless, we had to get a new engine. So although the car's got like, you know, 90,000 miles on it, which sounds like a lot, the engine itself, meh. Maybe got like two thousand on it, so I'm hoping like, man, by the time Remy starts driving, maybe that could be her car. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna get everything we can out of this bad boy because, I mean, the engine was not cheap, but it's just, I mean, it's part of life. So, whether I pay for an engine or pay for a new car, look, I'm still paying for it. So I would rather. Pay and you'll pay engine. off a new engine a lot faster than you will a new car. <laughs> yes, I agree. Well, and. We didn't finance it, so we just paid it that way. Yeah. I mean, although that is, man, it was a lot of money to come up with, and it took us yeah. a hot minute to get there, but we did it. And then it was like, okay, well, now I kind of feel like I got a new car because I right. got a brand new engine. Yes. Um. So then I, I don't know. 
I feel defensive of my car now. Like anybody looks at it sideways, I'm like, oh yeah, new engine in there. You just can't see it. <laughs> That's right. That's what you don't know. Um, but I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a weird life we're navigating, especially when you think like, I don't know, forty years ago, brand new car was like six hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Everything was definitely way cheaper then did we the pumpkin situation on last week's episode at the pumpkin patch i feel like we did or is that just a private conversation between you and i i (laughs) I think we might have um if not we'll briefly touch on pumpkin patches are kind of outrageous i think we did because we talked about the fact that it was per pound yes okay so it was brought back up again the other day oh no yes and i lost my ever-loving mind oh no and so Did eric you was like the walmart factoid that i shared no because i'm pretty sure you pay like i'm pretty sure walmart is the same price like yeah the going price for pumpkins yeah what eric was like he was like he goes so next year i mean we're just gonna have to go somewhere else to get pumpkins maybe we'll just go get them from store i was like i am not going to a store to pick out pumpkins when I go to a pumpkin patch to get them there were $31 $31 and this man is having a coronary over he really does seem to be bothered by it and furthermore furthermore I spent $20 of that $31 on the pumpkins he spent $11 and he's like I mean we just $1 pumpkins I'm I'm about to just give him eleven freaking dollars, <laughs> so I never have to hear but, about these pumpkins again. I'm not going through this every year of my life. <laughs> but on the real, I'm pretty sure like our Walmart here for decently sized pumpkins, like I'm pretty sure that they were like seven dollars a piece, eight dollars, something like that. So for four pumpkins at eight dollars, you go to Walmart. I would rather go to the pumpkin patch if it's the same price. Um. I figured Walmart would be cheaper because we wanted to get kind of a lot of pumpkins. So I was like, eh, the pumpkin patch is okay and all, but like I was looking for cheaper. And then I was like, well, shoot. I mean, Walmart's expensive too. Like that's just the going price of a pumpkin. Was there a bad crop this year? I don't know, but you know what we're going to end up with next year on our front porch? If I let him handle the pumpkin, get squashes or something on the front porch. Oh no. He's, he's going like, to be like, this is the closest thing I could find in our budget. Yeah, they did the I just can't. and subbed it out with this. I, I told them they're subs, but, but here's you, this acorn squash. <laughs> no, you know what's going to have to happen? Get ahead of it now. Come spring, you're planting pumpkins. Oh, I oh, I can't. We've got neighbors who planted pumpkins in their front yard, and I'm not exactly sure why. But they're In the front the yard? Time. Yes. And they're out there all the time turning pumpkin. Okay, so we have two neighbors on our street. That are specifically weird. So that we have several weird neighbors, but they're like, like there's not anything like extraordinary about them. Like it's not the burbs. Right. Right. <laughs> um, there's one neighbor for a while I was a little concerned about because his wife kept wheeling him down to the end of the driveway in a wheelchair and just like leaving him there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she put him out with the trash. Like, what is going She's on? She's just done, done with him. <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't seen him down at the end of the driveway for a while. So I don't know. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm a little concerned. 
Um, but no. So on the corner, there's a family who they've got three dogs that are never contained in any uh, way. They just run the neighborhood. I hate I those people because we dogs. had one in our previous neighborhood also. I just hate people in yeah. general that do that. Open yeah, their door I'm, and just let them run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have three dogs, but I have a privacy fence, so they're not out in the, in the street. So I don't mind yes. that you have dogs, you know what I mean? But maybe just not out in the street. But when they first moved in, one of them came charging at me when I was taking oh. the trash out and scared me to death. Oh, but- no. I didn't know it was friendly. It was just a strange dog running at me that I had never seen before. Oh, no. It is a big dog. But, so they also have a pontoon boat that I try to sell it about every year and nobody <laughs> has bought this boat. <laughs> but every year they leave it in the front yard with a for sale sign on it. Oh, um, no. And then they've also got pumpkins growing in the front yard that they go out there and they they rotate and turn towards the sun on different sides, you know, so they can be perfectly round and orange. Yes. Um, and she is outside often. The mom is outside quite often. It's just like a sports bra and like bicycle shorts, gardening and stuff, which is fine. I mean, if you're out there gardening and stuff, not something I would wear out in a garden. But I don't know. Like, I've never met them. They're just a little, a little bizarre. Our previous neighbor, I don't know if it was their daughter or granddaughter. She was definitely an adult like my age-ish, or at least looked like it. But was always in a thong bikini, no matter mm. what. Swimming, mowing the grass in a bikini, oh. thong, like who does that? Constantly, constantly just walking around in a thong. And like, again, whatever to each throne. But like, they had a younger girl there that was younger than Remington and then I mean, like, we were there for four years. Like, they knew we had kids, too, that would be outside. And, yeah, ah, just, ah, mm, not my thing. And, again, if you want to do that outside in the privacy of your own yard and you have a fence where you're not exposed to children and things, I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't want my kids seeing your bum. (laughs) you know i just don't want right right i'm just not i'm not down yeah there's just no reason um i don't know man it's um are your one neighbors still there that had the uh rambunctious little boy um they really did it up for halloween those ones Mm -hmm. yeah they are strange neighbors number two (laughs) okay they so he is not around very often um because he works in alabama oh um it's it's very bizarre our car was noise one day and eric saw him outside i was like hey man i see you working on cars all the time you want to ride around with me around the block and see if you can tell me what this noise is and i was like (laughs) strangers so (laughs) They did. Uh, and so Eric was talking to him and he said that um, he works in Alabama like several weeks to months at a time. And then he comes home, you know, for like a week or so. And then he goes back down to Alabama and that they were. So the plan was that bus that they had last year that he gutted for the Halloween decoration. They mm-hmm. were going to like rehab that bus and turn it into like a tiny 
I guess. Oh. And then just dry that. But I don't think that actually ended up happening. And I haven't seen the bus since Halloween of last year. Oh. So I don't I don't know if that ended up not being a thing. Um, But so this year... He hasn't been home, so it looks like she tried to do some of the Halloween decorations herself. So, really, the only side this year is a sheet that says dead inside, spray painted on it, and then, like, a strobe light. Oh. On it. And then they've got, like, a couple, like, skeletons hanging around. Like, the degree of what it was last year. Oh, wow. So, I think she was maybe just handling, you know, the Halloween situation herself mm-hmm. this year. Everyone here seems to have gotten the exact same spider web and spider, and I'm not sure where from because they're really the cute. HOA. Probably they were like, "These are the approved spider webs that you're allowed to have for Halloween." Oh, right? Oh, you're probably right. <laughs> Only the spider web, um, but it's cute. Like it attaches to the roof and then comes out from the house into the yard and has like maybe five bottom pieces that like get staked into the ground. And then there's, like, a giant spider. And I swear to you, there are no less than 17 houses in my neighborhood that have these spider webs. Yeah, I guarantee they're probably, like, we're going to be the spider web block. Like, that's our theme this year. Right. HOA, Um, pick your choice from this list. Right. And then give us the $200 for them. Right. (laughs) Right. I, I... Are there meetings? Do you are there HOA meetings? I don't know. We're just kind of getting around to knowing some of the neighbors. <sighs> I need you to find out, and I need you to report back to us. So, okay, a lot of our neighbors are retired. Uh, so it's like this: they're either retired or they're in the military. I'm not sure. We don't really fit the bill for any of that, but okay. everyone else here seems to have one of those two scenarios happening okay. in life. So, okay. across from us is, um. An older lady, like an older, older lady, I would say 80s, maybe 90s, um, has oxygen, has a little sign on the door, oxygen in use, no smoking. Um, Beside her is a lady that I'm really bad with names and that sounds terrible, but she has a British accent. So if I'm being straight up, we call her the cute little British lady. (laughs) Um, And then her husband's name is mike i do know him because he actually came over and introduced himself the other day and it wasn't like an awkward situation so i remembered his name for once so mike and the british lady Mm -hmm. um and beside her is another really old lady that loves to just sweep her porch like when the guy comes to mow her grass every time she's like hello here's a plate with a couple of sandwiches please sit down eat sandwiches like they're all super cute all of them (sighs) Um, and then the lady next to us actually works, I believe, still a little part-time-ish, but, but they're all just adorable. And like when we moved in, they all kind of like just looked at us like we were crazy because here's just us and the moving truck and the fan rigged up in there and the truck was like sideways. And I mean, I'm sure they're like, who in the heck did they allow to move in here? (laughs) But, um, well, and then we had an issue mowing the grass for a minute. So like our grass was like the rickety grass for a minute because here's something weird. Okay. We have a privacy fenced in little backyard with a shed. Cool. Mm -hmm. In our front yard, there is no way to get the push mower from the backyard to the front yard, unless you just drag it all the way through the house, through the house. (gasps) Oh my goodness. We are, um, our, we have it's like townhomes where we live as a townhome so it's like an upstairs downstairs unit um, and 
you know, they're all individually owned like units. It's not like an apartment. And Mm -hmm. so I don't, a lot of other people I realize have got these little teeny tiny, like electric mowers, which probably fit through the house a little shade better than a normal push mower. And it sucks because like every time you push it through, you're like grass is everywhere through the house. Yeah. Sweep it all up and whatever. But, um, the little old lady across with the oxygen last week I had some sort of an episode and here come the fire truck and the squad and I'm like man I hope she's okay like I feel bad I don't know her name either but I feel bad and I hope that she's okay and um Mike and the little British lady like they check on her often and take her food and do all sorts of things like they help care for her um well this they took her away and when he came over the other day and introduced himself um he said that she had fallen and gotten wedged into um, like a spot that that's why the fire truck had to come. And But he oh. said she was pretty bad off anyway. She accused my wife of trying to murder her with tacos. And I was oh, like, no. what? With tacos? First of all, if I'm going out, tacos is the way that. I mean, I agree. Um, but yeah, that's not the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? That's crazy. And he's like, yeah, she's really letting on. And, you know, I guess they had made tacos and she brought tacos over for dinner. And just straight up, this lady was like, you're trying to kill me. And I know it's with these tacos. And like, mm. was cra- being kind of crazy about it. But um, so I, I don't yeah. know. But we don't, you and know, at that time, um, but I'm going to have to scope out the HOA scene because I do feel like we missed yeah. the issuing of the spider webs. I don't know. Because now I'm like, what's going to happen at Christmas? Like, you know, Christmas at the cr- with the cranks. Do you know that movie with the, they all have the snowmen on the roof? No. And Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis like refused to put the snowman on their roof because they're like, we're not celebrating Christmas. And like, it ends up being a huge thing. And they're like, set Frosty free. Because like they had him like locked in the basement. There's oh, no man decoration. Oh, you gotta watch it. I'm picturing um in the Grinch, the Jim Carrey version of the Grinch, and they've got the uh machine doing the lights, you know. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun. That's what I want to do to our house. I really <laughs> want to do it up here. Um, yeah. but then they'll be like, Hello, HOA, Clark Griswold, you can't be here. Yeah. So I don't know. I've got to, I guess I need to figure out the rules before we get a little too haywire. We're putting luminaries at the end of everyone's driveway. Right, nothing more. There's the neighborhood, uh, s- sort of close, not really, maybe like 30 minutes away. That that whole neighborhood puts these like little luminary candle things at the end of everyone's driveway, and I was like, that's definitely an HOA decision. If I, if I have if I ever saw one, yeah, definitely that's... an HOA decision. <sighs> the Stepford wives are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, but it's fun to drive through. Eric and I drive through it every year because it does look like really like neat and pretty because it's every single house on the street. And I was like, yep, some somebody made that decision. And somebody was like, listen, if I don't see this luminary at the end of your driveway, you're fined. <laughs> right. Right. If you don't take your trash can back soon enough, it's over. So let's get just real quick back to the lady next door. Um, I mean, could her and Pap maybe play cards or something with each other every once in a while? Maybe they could be friends. No. Chat about the, about the 40s. Yeah, I don't know about it. Um, 
I don't know. I just don't know that that is in the cards uh, for oh. anyone. I feel like um, Sweet Little Pap, I feel like, has reached a stage of life where he's like uh, like the grandpa on The Simpsons and he's just shaking his fist <laughs> at the sky. Um, angry at the world as it would be. Um, we've been battling with him lately because uh, even with the thermostat set at 71, he is still just cussing us uh because he's too cold and at 71 at the age of 38 and not uh a standard issue size female i am borderline pushing a sweat and i hate to be hot like this morning i was trying to straighten my hair which is a hot anyway you know and i'm like i had to keep taking a break to come and stand in front of the fan because i'm dying but like if we turn the heat down anymore then all hell breaks loose so just really toeing the line here. Well, I was going to say, and there's a fine line of where, like, a comfortable temperature is. Because the other day I wanted to turn on the air conditioning because it was unseasonably warm. And I was like, no, that is ridiculous. You are not turning on the air conditioning, like, the week of Halloween, basically. <laughs> like, you're yeah, not doing it. The last couple Halloweens we've had snow. Oh, right. it's crazy. I know. Um, they're calling for rain again here on Monday. And I'm, I'm so say that. irritated. It's same here. Bye. Calling for rain 40% chance here as well. So I'm hoping that they're wrong for everyone um, across the board. Tell us um, what's the weather supposed to be like where you are for trick or treat or Halloween. Um, Or tell us also, like I said, we would love to hear about your other artsy, craftsy ventures. Um, Even if it doesn't involve yarn, it's okay. We love everything. So hit us with uh, what else you're into. We would love to spotlight it. Um, you can message us or hit us up on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram. It's all the same at needleshooks.co or you can email us. It is spelled all the way out, needleshooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. Um, or you can find our group on Facebook, uh, Needleshooks and Dirty Looks Podcast, your long stitchathon. So any of those places, hit us up. Let us know what you're up to. We would love to hear from you. Um, otherwise, you can come back and find us here next week. We'll be talking about it. Bye. Bye.